Live from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction. And now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James. Welcome, 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 welcome. 100% off-grid radio, baby. That's right. We are 100% solar-powered. It's Wednesday, Wednesday, October 12, 2022. And uh, triad weather. By uh, bedtime tonight, uh, showers and a few thunderstorms will be uh, coming in. A little cloudy today. A little chilly, but not that bad. Actually, a nice morning. Been some nice weather, man. Chamber of Commerce weather for the last uh, few days. And um, those storms will be uh, moving out tomorrow night by bedtime. By the time you lay your pretty head down on that uh, bed, uh, the rain will be out of here. Some spots could have over an inch of rain on the rain gauge by the time you uh, take a look at it tomorrow. If you have a rain gauge. How many people have a rain gauge? I got one, man. It's right here. I keep it on my side. I wear it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Heaviest rain is going to taper off. And uh, once that happens, you can enjoy some sunny skies uh, the, on Friday. And uh, weather in the 60s. Sounds good for the weekend, right? The sunshine is going to hang around for Saturday with highs returning to the low 70s. Got another cold front uh, that's going to approach Sunday. So we'll have uh, partly cloudy skies and a 20% chance of rain. Uh, in the mid-70s. Temperatures are going to significantly uh, cool down as the uh, new work week begins next week. Highs will uh, fall to the mid-60s Monday, then 50s on Tuesday with uh, partly cloudy to mostly sunny skies. I can live with that. I can live with that next work week uh, as it gets started, right? Yeah, we're okay with that. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. What I say it was? Yeah, Wednesday, October 12th. 2022. Did I say that? See, I always forget. God dang, I tell you. Well, hey, so, uh, you know, this show takes a look at the, uh, oh, a slightly twisted uh, view of mine at uh, t- uh, daily topics and uh, subject matter to be converted into absolute mindless uh, bullcrap. <laughs> this is an off-grid broadcast. It originates uh, from uh, my RV. It's converted into a solar-powered radio studio, and it's kind of cool out here, man. It's kind of cool. A little spooky at times, too, man. When you're out uh, all alone in the woods, someone come up and steal all your equipment and kill you. (laughs) But I shoot back. Just uh, be aware of that, okay. Uh, So much about my stance on guns, right? Today, we're going to talk about uh, Musk, Putin, Kanye, and Zelensky. I uh, need to get together at uh, Camp David, right? As for the title of the show, Musk, Putin, Kanye, and Zelensky, uh, Peace Talks, uh, Camp David. Now, that's a bullshit uh, title, but, uh, you know, that's how what I do. <laughs> I make up stuff and say it on the radio. Oh, let's see. Re- uh, Senator Raphael Warnock, or, um, radical history, the worst of black America, Mr. Uh, Raphael Warnock, who's going up against Herschel Walker in Georgia, right? The Senate race. And then risky home loans, a product of home sales decline. There is a upside to that I'm going to tell you about with my uh, my knowledge of real estate. That's right, yes, back in the day. 
And uh, and study shows that uh, infidelity is contagious. So if you're uh, going out there and you're up, up, up and around on your spouse, spouse, spousal, uh, you better uh, put it back in your pants because it's contagious. You have spread it to her. And now if you're cheating on your spouse, there's a real good chance that uh, she is returning the favor and blowing somebody else. I mean, uh, getting from somebody else. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm terrible. I really need help. Okay. Uh, where are we at? Okay. Let's go to... What are we going to do? Okay. Putin. All right. Yeah. The Putin thing. Because you know what's going on is, you know, there's a big thing uh, being talked about about uh, 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 Elon Musk uh, having a conversation with uh, Vladimir Putin uh, prior to his tweets, in other words, he's got the information. In other words, he's working a peace deal. See, that's where I get this from. And if you throw Kanye into the West, <laughs> that's a pretty good Freudian slip. Throw Kanye right into the West. Yes. West Bank. Oh, that's an inside joke, too. You know, the latest going on with Kanye and his uh, derogatory comments about the uh, or so-called derogatory comments about the uh, Jewish faith. And it's... um really stupid i looked it over and it's woke cancel culture going after kanye the same as they're going after uh, elon musk they don't like you they don't like your politics they don't like your freedom of speech they don't want you talking that bs because you're not following the communist line you're not walking in lockstep with uh, your uh, modern day brain dead hitler joe biden you're just not which is a good thing. We don't want you to. We want you to be free thinker. And uh, that's why we want to get rid of these clowns. So Elon Musk needs to take over Twitter. Twitter needs to, all social media needs to be completely free. See, that's where you've allowed your rights to be taken away. You think that by controlling me, I'll control the right and we'll have our narrative out there. The problem is your narrative is going to get squashed at some point, too. It always happens. Always get, always eat the rich. You know what I'm saying? If you're having prosperity, everybody's out to get you and eat you. It's just good old fashioned war of the wild. You know, it's the uh, chain, the food chain. <laughs> Welcome to the food chain. Welcome to the food chain. I know. So, um, yeah, Elon denied that he had a conversation recently with the uh, with uh, uh, Putin, but he does say that he um, he spoke to the Russian president uh, back uh, eighteen months ago, and um, when he did this, let's see, the story is that you know Elon Musk he 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 really 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 needs to figure out. How to parlay, oh, not parlor, another play on words, terrible, terrible. You know, his his tweets and his political aspirations properly because, you know, he's getting trashed by woke. We'll be back. Forbes magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web. And Cigar Aficionado magazine described Corona Cigar Company as the largest best stock cigar shops in America. Here's the founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borsowitz. 
We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. It's easy to remember, coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars, including Avo Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan Cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. Be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info. It's the best spam on the web. So save time and money and visit Corona Cigar. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, my lovely uh, Jameson Whiskey Corona Cigar Smoking Fools. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, so um, let me finish up on the uh, Musk story since I screwed up early. It's terrible. Play page went blank, and my brain, my brain went blank, and my, my lips go blank at the same time. And that happens. You can tell. Uh, so uh, Musk uh, last week drew a backlash from Ukraine officials, including Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky, for his tweets advising how to bring about peace amid the war between Moscow and Kiev. Now, uh, what side are you on on this? Are you on the side that uh, Musk uh, needs to um, continue this? You know, he needs to be political. We need people like him to look at a possible peaceful resolution to this thing. Or... Or do we need someone like Musk to shut the F up? Which, you know, I think it's probably about 50-50 on that. I think about 50-50, right? So if you took the Musk, Putin, Kanye, and Zelensky, and you put them all together at Camp David, it just seems to me like you might get something worked out, you know? Or if nothing else, just drop a bomb on all of them. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Senator uh, Raphael Warnock, uh, the worst of black America. Okay. We'll get into that. Raphael Warnock, the senior pastor at Ebenezer Baptist Church, who is seeking out to uh, defeat Herschel Walker for the... Uh, Senate race in uh, Georgia. I think I got all that right. I'm not 100% sure. I'm going by memory. Because my computer just crapped out again. But that's okay. I will show you what it's to, how from much of a professional I am on live radio to uh, uh, produce the rest of this show without any materials whatsoever. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, and um, he beat Kelly Loeffler uh, in the runoff race. And... Uh, he has two uh, written so-called books, works, uh, we call them, and uh, they kind of reveal what this guy is about. Because he, he, he likes to write about Marxism. He likes to read about Marxism and write about Marxism. A lot of his stuff comes from the Communist Manifesto, Karl Marx as the author, if you know this from school, you know what we're talking about here. It's basically the handbook 
for killing people, the handbook for ruining your life, the handbook for what does not work. Communism hasn't worked anywhere. No complete form of communism has ever been successful in this planet, on this planet. I mean, you know, you know that, but you don't want to admit it because then you have to go against your Raphael Warnock guy, who is just a product of uh, BS. I mean, he's total BS. Not even religious. I mean, they know this guy is a phony, a phony preacher. The worst of black America, right? I mean, just the worst, the worst of America. Period. He's described as a scholar who operates from within theoretical framework of his famous namesake for trivializing black struggle against the odorousy of white capitalist forces. The what? Come on, man. Really? The Marxist critique has much to teach the black church. Indeed, it has played an important role in the maturation of black theology as an intellectual discipline, deepened black theology, apprehension of the interconnectivity of racial and class oppression. See, this is all radical BS. We work through all this. We all work through all this, and y'all liberal... Uh, idiots didn't catch up. You didn't get the homework. You know what I mean? We've all done this over the last 20 years. We've worked out a lot of this stuff. Everywhere I go, blacks and whites get along just fine, but not this guy. This guy is a radical hate, hate monger, hating white people. That's what they specialize in. And um, it's, it's a scary thing. Described as a radical, duh. I would say yes, right? Now, he's also uh, supports this guy, James Cohn, who is a supposed doctor who is always defending Marxism and communism. And uh, he uses a provocative anti-white language. And this Cohn guy, Warnock's mentor, so it's the same thing with the Obama problem that didn't get out at the end, remember, right before they elected Obama. And like I said, I have to always say this because I... Voted for Obama second term. I thought he did an okay job and deserved a second term over Mitt Romney, the walking white idiot robot, the corporate raider Mitt Romney, a piece of crap, and a liar too, and a corrupt bastard. So they're, they're all over the place. They're on both sides. And I think Obama did a pretty good job considering what he had to come into. He had to be a black president for everybody because he was the first black president. I thought he did a good job of that sometimes. And he would sometimes lean toward a black issue unfairly. And that's, you know, kind of expected. That's who you are. That's what you are, you know. And you, but you got to be real careful because your black support, your black constituency is still pretty small. You, you were, you know, Obama was elected by white people. That's how you get in still in this country. You have to have the white vote no matter what. Enough of it, at least. We get back, we'll talk about, uh, what do we got coming next? Real estate market, uh, going down to Crap Crapper, which means that uh, tricky home loans are out there. Hey, you! So you need to be a little careful of that, and we'll uh, tell you what the upside could be of that. All right? Hang in there. Don't touch it. We'll be back. Keep your hands off. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Right there. Crap, right over there. November 1802. 
John Jameson found himself stranded in the unforgiving forest of Karna, with an injured horse, a cart of his famous whiskey, and a pack of wolves even less forgiving than the aforementioned forest. Smoke billowed from the beast's nostrils as they closed in. Jameson was reluctant, but with his whiskey threatened, he had no choice. He took his dagger and plunged it right into a Kilkenny apple, using the slices to train that pack of wolves into a world-class dog sled team. The whiskey was saved, his horse recovered nicely, and Jameson even made it home in time for a lamb dinner. Where have you been? Your dinner's cold. But just as he feared, his wife saw the wolves and insisted they keep them. Old Jameson could be seen walking those wolves around Dublin for the rest of his days. Even though she'd promised they'd be her responsibility. Today's adventure brought to you by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Taste above all else. Taste responsibly. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by the John Jameson Import Company. Purchased New York. Welcome back to Eggman Radio Addiction Program. I am uh, your living radio legend. Uh, they call me the uh, Eggman Ronnie James. Hey, what's up? So, uh, yes, uh, we're 100% off-grid radio, and you can hear my other shows on uh, wave879.com, my reggae show, and uh, there's a few other uh, things out there, and there's a bunch of other great stuff on there from the World Art Vibe Entertainment Studios, which doesn't allow this show on Monday through Friday because of its hardcore politics and my ass nine opinions and uh, statements, which I get. <laughs> but Friday, Friday, we do a, a special show uh, just for Wave 879, and you get to check that out. And uh, that'll be here on the on the podcast channel as well, all over iTunes and Spotify and Blueberry and Pod, Podcast Addict and uh, Crackheads uh, on Podcast or Podcast on Crack. Uh, one of those. <laughs> I'm terrible. So almost uh, one in four new home loans issued in the uh, December quarter were considered risky as borrowers sought to get a foothold in the rising property market. Now, when they say December, I want to confuse you. They mean this upcoming December. This is the last quarter, what we're in now. Pretty sure that's what they mean. According to the um, Australian Prudential Regulation Authority, APRA, 24.4% of new mortgages settled in three months had a debt-to-income ratio of 6 or greater, up from 23.8%. Now, here's the issue. As the market goes down, what happens is, is predatory lenders come in, and the predatory lending thing has a, a, a negative connotation, but like most things, there's an upside if you know how to work it. And I've got a little bit of experience in the past in real estate. That's why I, I live in a beat-up RV. <laughs> oh, that's a bad joke. It's a nice RV. I'm kidding. And, um, but that's it. You know, it's like, yeah, I don't own a house. At least not right now. And I've been through that. And, I will, you know, I'll probably get up on that ladder again. But I'm going to do it differently. Trust me. And I'll go through that on the air here. We'll go through that together when I do purchase a, uh, a home. Uh, here in uh, North Carolina. We'll run through the details and I'll show you how to do it. Yeah, okay. 
And uh, so the uh, the gain in the housing markets have are, are dwindling okay those 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 big profits that you make and it's always been it's it's always a very unrealistic thing how the uh, real estate market it's delayed the reaction to the rest of the economy so it's just now starting to feel the beginnings of covid because it had kind of a boon during covid because of the government throwing all kinds of money at people you know they had real estate investments you could get and you, you know, the real estate, uh, the rental forgiveness program just stopped, I think. So that alone, that's a, a big change in uh, what's going to happen with the market. But back to the predatory lending thing, and and there's an upside to it. And I know this is going to sound a little bit crazy, but and this is where I'm sitting. House prices are down. Okay, so say you just just keep the numbers simple: a hundred thousand dollar basic house here in the triad. Not much of a house, but you can get something decent. You can get a small little piece of land, maybe an acre, a little two-bedroom, one-bath basic home, and, uh, you know, stay in that 100000 range. And um, by doing that, even if you have to go out and get the worst friggin' loan out there, okay? I mean, other than going to see Gunter at the corner and, uh, you know, take a risk of getting your knees broken if you don't pay the loan back on time. Um, I'm talking about there is, you know, legal money out there at a higher risk for higher risk. And um, it's short term. See, that's how you have to look at it. Because once you purchase the home and you get the contract on it and you get a mortgage on it, and even if the mortgage is bad, the trick is you have to make sure that in the fine print of that mortgage, okay, this is a very important thing. There is something called, uh, I can't even remember the name of it, but it has to do with when you can refinance. There's a, a, a stipulation in a mortgage for when you can refinance. It could be two years, it can be three years, it can be never. You know, they won't let you out ever, you know, without a penalty. It's, it's the penalty part of it. You know, can I get out? When can I get out of this loan without penalty is the key question to ask when you're sitting down with a mortgage broker, mortgage person, real estate agent, okay, or lawyer. That's what you got to ask, okay? That's very, very important. When can I legally get out? Because you may have a year, which is fine. You, you know, you, you, you'll take that because that year gives you the mortgage. Having a mortgage on a property just by itself increases the value of the property because now not only do you have the property, you have the mortgage. Okay, the mortgage has its own little bit of value. So if you're paying an extra, just say it's a hundred bucks a month, okay, which is a lot, you probably won't be paying that much more because of whatever market declines we're suffering. But if you do that, okay, if you do that and you have the mortgage and you have the house, the hundred thousand dollar house, and you're paying a hundred dollars more. It's only $1,200 for that year extra that you're paying to have that home, to have that mortgage, to have that contract. Now you refinance, okay? You get that, you know, and if you can get a loan and you can get them, you know, they're a little bit tricky, but make sure, get it without a clause in it that doesn't allow you to refinance without a penalty. You can always refinance, so just the penalty is so extreme 
and so much money that they kill you with it and they make it where you can't do it. So they want to get all their money out of it because their loan is back loaded for their profit. We'll be right back. Eggman Radio Addiction. Don't touch it. Oh, the Indian takeaway. Overordering is never a mistake. You've got to have prawn puri and a taco dal and a garlic naan. But what if I go hungry? Mm, better get a Rogan Josh in as well. The delivery arrives. It's £93.48, though. You stare in awe at the creaking stack of metal tins. Looks like curry for breakfast again. Magic! You crack open a bottle of ice-cold Cobra with a smile. (laughs) Cobra. Brewed with less fizz to go perfectly with curry. Love curry. Love Cobra. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Cobra with curry. Mm. Nothing like Cobra with curry, man. I'm telling you, they're throwing a little Jameson. Whiskey. A little bit of... uh, Herbicidal uh, douche boots <laughs> and uh, some uh, a Corona cigar. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Study shows infidelity. I want to do bad things with you. See, that song is perfect for this kind of story, right? Exposure to others, unfaithful behavior may alter our perceptions, our perceptions of social norms surrounding infidelity. I've been saying this for years. Learning about the prevalence of infidelity may lessen our own inhibitions against infidelity. Hmm. Reading about others, romantic cheating may lessen our commitment to our current relationships. So in other words, they're saying that by reading this stuff and uh, by knowing about it, Laura, and, and it seems to me like it would also be that if your your, your spouse is cheating on you, then, uh, you know, you need to uh, get your act together, man, and go out and cheat. Oh, I, I, I'm kidding. Uh, a study published this month in the Journal of uh, Archives of Sexual Behavior. Oh, I got to find that. There's an archive of sexual behavior out there. And... Um, Unfaithful behavior or subsequently predisposed to be unfaithful in their own romantic relationships. They uh, have learned that the prevalence of infidelity, which some researchers estimate may be as high as 70%, might decrease desire for and commitment to one's primary partner while increasing desire for an attractive alternate party. Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. And that the, the, what they say is just by knowing that others are having extramarital affairs may make people feel more comfortable when having such affairs themselves. In other words, a little bit of justification, you bastard. <laughs> you beach. So that's, you know, pretty good. You think about it, I can see that, of course. I think it's, you know, how many times do you know a married couple that one or the other gets caught with their, uh, let's just say, playing with uh, others too much, and um, they um, and the other spouse does not. The relationship doesn't work anyways at that point. Remember, you spend most of your time inside your own head. Email radioaddiction at mail.com. One love all. Eggman over and out. See you next show. Bye. That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.